It sounds so good. Like every time we do it, cracking the can. It's so satisfying. It's a very Uh, satisfying noise. (laughs) Hello, friends, and welcome to Rachel Squared, the Drunk Girls Podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Bo. As always, we'd like to say thank you so much to Red Dragons for making sure we're hosted, posted, and pimped out on the internet. We would also like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly because we always do. We are socially distancing drinking responsibly. So I'm at my house. Bo's at her house. Uh, I am drinking a mango white claw and 40 ounces of water in a hydro flask. Uh, Bo, what are you drinking? The exact same thing. Yes. <laughs> Right down to the Hydro Flask. So proud of us. We're doing good. Bo bought me a Hydro Flask uh, for my birthday, I think. Yeah. And so it has gotten me drinking actual water, uh, which I'm proud of. Today, I actually went to the grocery store, and I only bought one thing of Perrier in cans and one thing of seltzer water in cans, when normally I would have bought, like, five total. Yeah, because that's all the water you drank, which, I mean, yeah. any liquid is liquid. Like, yeah. But, but no. now, like yesterday, I drank like 120 ounces of just straight water, which this is unbelievable. So that's my, that's, Bo has helped me a lot with that, which I appreciate. So I've like, I love my Hydro Flask. Like it's one of the best purchases I've ever made. Yeah. It's one of the coolest gifts I've ever received. Not only because I get to put all my like feminist stickers on it, which I appreciate, uh, but also because I have it everywhere with me. Like I take it when I leave the house. I have it next to my bed. I have it at my computer. Like, I always have cold water, which really helps. Yeah. Because I can't drink water unless it's ice, ice cold. Yeah, I also want my water to be, like, ice cold. Yeah. So, So. it's nice. Yes. Okay, so, I guess we're doing a BuzzFeed quiz today, eh? We are. We are. What are we doing? We are doing, what villain are you? What, Disney villain? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay specifically Disney. All right, so what do we got? Let's go. All right, it's like, what's your greatest quality? Being manipulative, being sinister, being vain, being sadistic, or being ambitious? Ooh, oh man, that's hard. I have two answers, but I... Uh, I think yours is being manipulative. I know, I was between that and ambitious. But That I would think, also fit you. I think manipulative is right. Um, I think mine is probably manipulative, too. Oh, I was going to say sadistic, but... Yeah, that's... They could be either or. I would say manipulative, though. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. What's next? What is your ideal lair? A castle deep in the woods, a castle on top of a mountain, a palace in a kingdom, out in the wild, in a cave. Um, castle on top of a mountain, because I want it to be defensible. Um, I'm a palace in a kingdom... Because I feel like that kind of goes with the manipulative side of it. And also, I don't like nature. so That is fair. How would you describe your style? Elegant but powerful. Mysterious. Beautiful and regal. Minimal and but still intimidating. Glamorous. Mm. I think, honestly, it's, mine is probably minimal but still intimidating. <laughs> I, I think mine is the same. Yes, minimal but intimidating. Yeah, either that. I would say that or um, mysterious is another good one for you. I'm going to take mysterious because I was on board for both. But I think mysterious works mostly for me because my style changes so much all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to pin down where yours is always like minimal, but you look like you're going to beat someone's ass consistently. 
That is my goal. <laughs> I appreciate that. How do you prefer your sidekick? Wisecracking, cunning, insane, sly. I don't like sidekicks. Cunning. Mine is uh, cunning, 100%. Uh, yeah. Either that or I don't like sidekicks. Uh, I'm going to go with I don't like sidekicks. Yeah. I want someone else to be my schemer. I want someone to scheme with me. Yeah. What is the best motivation to be evil? For revenge? To obtain power? Out of jealousy? Out of pride? Spite. Spite. Oh. 100%. Oh, God. I really <laughs> like spite, but revenge is... <laughs> spite. <laughs> I'm only alive because of spite. Uh, no, minus for revenge. All right. What is the best accessory a villain can have? A staff, a cauldron, a crystal ball, long robes, none. I mean, a crystal ball would be great because you would, like, see the future cauldron for potions, long robes for dramatic effect. A staff to beat somebody with. I'm going to go with a staff. I need a weapon. I'm going to go with none. I don't – I feel like it's better to be, like, subdued in your look, your accessory. Mm. So I'm going to go with none. It's fair. Uh, which of these powers is the best? The ability to hypnotize people, being able to use magic spells, the ability to metamorphose, being able to put a curse on people, just plain old brute strength. Um, I think the ability to use magic spells. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go with the ability to metamorphose because I, you never know who I am, right? So... You change what you look like. I'm with that. Yeah. Um, that's fair. What are your power colors? Orange and brown, black and red, red and purple, purple and black, or black and gray? Oh, Mine black, and, black gray. and gray. Yep. <laughs> like, if you look in my closet, it's all black and gray. Uh, what is your weapon of choice? A staff? A henchman. No need to get my hands dirty. Magic, of course. Teeth and claws. Transformation. Mm. Uh, probably magic. I'm going with transformation. Which of these do you hate the most? True love, beauty, family, not being included. Those with more power. Those with more power. Yeah. Yeah. What is the best way to get back at your enemies? Embarrassing them, put a curse on them, emotionally manipulating them, emotionally manipulating one of their loved ones, Ooh. or killing them. Ooh, okay. There's so, so many good ones. I know. So I'm reading through it, and I was like, oh, yeah, emotionally manipulating them. But the next one is emotionally manipulating <laughs> one of their loved ones, which is my choice. Mine is embarrassing them. Oh, that's a good one, too, to be honest. Um, your biggest fear is sword through the heart, falling off a cliff, having a boulder fall on you, being entrapped in a small place, being struck by lightning. Um, I don't like heights. I'm going to go with falling off a cliff. So I don't like heights, but I'm also really claustrophobic. So I'm going being entrapped in a small. Oh, no. Who'd you get? Who'd you get? I got Jafar. (laughs) Now... It says, the description is one sentence, which says, now show us how snake-like you can be. (laughs) To be fair, I picked all the Jafar choices. What did you get? I got Jafar! (laughs) (laughs) 
no intentions of like what I would be. Right? I was like, I guess I'll just pick the things that I personally feel. But so like, I did the same, but each one I picked, I was like, that's very Maleficent. Yes. And as I picked them, I was like, transformation, metamorphose, like all that stuff. I was like, this feels very Maleficent-like. I think that's probably who I'll get. And we both fucking got Jafar, which is wild. That's so funny. Like. Oh, my word. Well. Wow. I, mm. Oh, I don't. I, I think mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it. Like, he was only a bad villain because he got caught, because he got cocky, right? Like, yeah. So here's my thing is, like, there's parts of Jafar's story where I'm just like, well, that makes sense. Like, he was, like, had an ineffectual ruler, and, and he, like, as far as, like, policies, it doesn't seem like he was against, like, the people and things like that. Yeah. He just wanted to marry a 16-year-old, which was weird and gross well, well he wanted to control the people he wanted to he wanted to be to be the ruler yeah he wanted to be a dictator and treat everyone like garbage is really like what it came down to but did he want to treat them like garbage or did he just want to be a dictator i well so i don't feel that the two are mutually exclusive like so he wanted to be he wanted to be the sultan right yes so what's the difference between him and the sultan that took no interest in anybody and was just trying to marry off his daughter or Jafar who took an active interest in ruling the kingdom. Well, because I think that he wanted it to be like the way I think he is portrayed because they obviously never really talk about his policy. Yeah. Like, which us as like 30 year old adults. Like, what was his policy <laughs> what like? What was his policy like? <laughs> uh, we could talk about that. There was no like discussion about his policy, but I really feel like, the way he was portrayed was that he was going to be a very hands-on like controlling dictator whereas like things were shitty under the current sultan because everybody like so many people were poor and like stealing for food and like all that like yes that's shitty but i think that jafar is portrayed as being someone who wanted to make them slaves basically Okay, in, that's In fair. the way he's portrayed as the character. Obviously, because we never if, talk about that. Yeah, because if you take out anything to do with Jasmine yes. and Jafar, yes. I, I, and you just take what you know about him, not like not if all the things that are explicitly said, I don't think he'd been that bad of a sultan. No, but if you take the inferences and the fact mm-hmm. that he wanted to marry a 16-year-old... It's, we're out. We're, now now we're, that's we're, the problem. We're grossly out. Yes. I, yeah. I think that you and I would have been excellent Jafars because we would have not we would have not been A marrying sixteen year olds and B like making slaves of Agrabah, right? So Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um yeah, he's one of those villains though that like he's actually a villain because the his yes. treatment of Jasmine and everything is disgusting. Yes. And like he's a true villain. Like I can always say that I can make the argument for like um, we've talked about this on the show for uh, Gaston, yes. who is the most right villain, yeah, because he's only working under the uh, information that he has, which is that there is a monster in the castle that kidnapped a girl. Like yes, and he is portrayed as a villain when in the end he's really just like the Chad in your town who's like I'm gonna save this girl from this guy who kidnapped her. Like yeah, like like. <laughs> Diggy's weird, man. It is. Like, they, they really didn't make him that... Like, he's just not a good villain. Like, he's the most right out of all the villains, just yeah. based on the on the information that he had. I will say that I think Mother Gothel is the worst villain. 
Yes, actually, I I agree. I I had moments where I was concerned about choosing things like manipulation and stuff. I was like, I swear to God, if I get this bitch, I'm retaking this quiz real quick. Like, <laughs> like just, no, not aggressively out. I just think that it's so interesting that she never touches Rapunzel. She only touches yes. her hair. She only talks about her hair. Like it is pure manipulative abuse it's emotional abuse on Rapunzel it's done so yeah. well it's portrayed so well if that's but yeah. not the most like criminal intent shit you've ever seen yeah like, like it's insane yeah. and mother like the the way she's animated and everything is so perfect yep. although Disney has a bad habit of making villains very Jewish and they made Mother Gothel True. Jewish and I'm like oh yeah Oh, we gotta stop doing that, Disney. Well, um, we'll we'll get there maybe someday. Maybe I don't know. one day. <laughs> but like, yeah, because sometimes sometimes with Disney villains, you're like, but like the villain was right. I would have been on the villain's side. I have this problem too. Anytime anybody brings up the Karate Kid, and I'm like, oh, you mean Danny Zazka, the 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 person that knew karate for more than two weeks, the Karate Kid? Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy? That guy. Okay. <laughs> the guy the guy who won by like doing what was not allowed like yeah, yeah. Uh, you mean you'd like us to, to cheat like because he did an illegal move yeah. Uh, yeah side note if you get the chance to watch um, Cobra Kai on YouTube I think the first two seasons are up they're actually really good I love that show oh man well so you see since I started Criminal Minds I'm only in the fifth season, and there are 12 of them. That's so true. I've got a long and time to go. And it's still going. Criminal Minds is still going. It's not over. Oh, no. I thought it was over. No. God damn it. <laughs> this was a huge mistake. <laughs> I started the show because, for those who don't know, when there are shows that have, like, more than five or six seasons, I try to only start them when they're finished. Yeah. Um, because I don't like trying to keep up with stuff. The only show I keep up with is Riverdale. And that's only because it's it. nothing is more ridiculous in life, real life, than what happens in Riverdale. So it's like my like 35-minute escape from how yeah. shitty the world is because they're just so weird. Um, that's the only show I keep up with. So I saw this, and it had 12 episodes, and I was like, oh, that's fine. That must mean it's over. Nope, it's still going strong. God the good it. news is, is that you don't need to watch it as it comes out. Like, your viewership isn't going to make or break this show. Yeah. It has a very loyal fan base, and that's fine. That's great. And you can just wait until the next full season comes out, and then just binge it. Well, after this is done, uh, I said I was going to watch Avatar, but I lied. I'm going to watch Constantine. Cause it's, it's so only, good. It's only you 13 should... episodes. It's so short. Honestly, it'll take you about the same amount of time because I think the episodes are like an hour long. Avatar is only three seasons, but the episodes are like 20 minutes. So it'll probably take you for time the same amount. Well, I watch everything at work. I work 10 hours. So like I get through most of a season of anything in a day or two days, you know, so. Yeah, depending on how many episodes. Yeah, but the guy who plays Constantine is in the last episode that I watched of Criminal Minds. And I was looking at him, and I was like, he's so familiar, and he's so cute. Like, how do I know this guy? And, like, I looked it up on IMDb, and I was like, oh, fuck. Avatar is going to have to go on hold. 
because I need to watch this dude. It's only 13 episodes, and it's so good. It's such a good – it was – it was really well done, and I'm really sad that it ended. It had yeah. such potential. Yeah. Um, Bummer. Yeah. But That's anyway, nice. moving on to our topic. Okay. So before we get to our actual topic, I want to, like, tell a very brief story about something that happened to me on Facebook. I know Bo usually has the stories, and I couldn't stop myself from doing this. Uh, as Bo knows, and most of you know, I try to, like, not get involved in the comments on social media. Um, but one of my friends had posted something that was like, Hey, uh, protest safe, wear a mask. And I commented like, Hey, and for the love of Mike, uh, stop posting what you're wearing and what your masks look like on social media, because it will make you a target. And this fucking lady Older than my mother. As someone who is 37 years old, you can imagine how old my mother is. This person is older than my mother, basically said I was paranoid, um, that it was not possible that people were, that, that law enforcement would use social media to track you down because they would be trying to track down the looters. And I was like, I wanted to get into stuff about like the Patriot Act and like all that. But, like, I didn't want to go too deep. And I was like, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, it's super fucking easy to find someone across multiple social media platforms. It's so quick. Like, look for a username and then literally put it into Google and see what you find, like, so fast. And her excuse was, well, when I went to this college in 1970, we had riots for a week. And then we all went to sleep and they closed our campus and we all went home. And I wanted to be like, listen, Deborah, number one, when you went home, you had to call your mother on a rotary phone to come pick you up. And number two, your generation is the generation who thinks Microsoft is calling you from India to tell you there is a problem with your computer. So don't talk to me about the Internet. Like, and then you get charged $200 or something. $200 if you're safe. Like if, if yeah. you're lucky. And she's just like, oh, this is just pure paranoia. They wouldn't do that. And my whole thing was, yeah, they would. You know why? Because this is not even my job, and that's what I would do. Yeah. Like, I'm, I am I work in insurance, and if I wanted to track someone down, the first thing I would do is that. And if you think that law enforcement is not employing entire departments to track social media activity in your area, like – you're either 80 or you're dumb. Like, I, there's no... Anyway. There's there's no in between. No, there really isn't. So that was my quick story. But what we're going to talk about today is protesting. And we're going to talk about what, first of all, what to wear to protest. And I think Bo has a really cool situation on this because of who Bo is and what Bo would wear to protest. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about what you would wear to protest and still be modest. And still be modest. Well, it's not even that, but like, so, so to, to, to protest guys, I see a lot of people in videos and things. And I, and I know we're getting to summer, especially in Arizona and it's, it's hot. Hell. Uh, don't expose your skin. No, like that's, this is one one Um, if it was me, I would be doing leggings a skirt, something that I can move in, uh, boots and or running shoes, 
Um, you want to wear a shirt with no logo and then probably a, well, because it's Tucson, I'd say a light sweatshirt or a long sleeve shirt because you want to be covered from your wrist up. You want to have gloves, a mask, and a head covering of some kind. A long sleeve t-shirt is like ideal for yeah. hot climates because it's cool, but it also covers you from the wrist up. Yeah, and you want to be covered. If I could, this is where I'm just like, Y'all know that you can just buy riot gear, right? Like, if yeah. I was serious about this, I would just straight up buy riot gear, and I would show up to completely ready to go. Like, hit me. I don't care. Like, I'm wearing what you're wearing. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, if, if Because at this point, it's a proven fact. Police are inciting to violence, which sucks. It sucks that we live in America, and that's happening, but it yeah. is a, a fact. It is not a debatable fact. It's literally what's happening. And um, I saw a girl, she played soccer, so she wore her shin guards um, in case, and like, and basically that's like, that's when she wore under her pants and things like that. You want to be covered and you want to make yourself look as generic as possible so that if you are there trying to chase you through a crowd, you just blend in. So don't wear logos, don't wear anything on your stuff. Like you're going to... And I and when it comes to like signs and stuff, I know a lot of people are you're using like wood signs. Um, no, use uh, is it? It should be like a PVC spray on a foam that should stop anything, and they're lighter. Ooh, actually, uh, interesting thing that came up was using a Rubbermaid lid. Yes. With uh, foam and spray glue. Yeah. It's what uh, LARPers use to make their shields. They're super light, they're they're flexible, but they're also very strong. So it's it's a really good way to be able to paint whatever you want, like paint the outside of the lid whatever color you want, but on the back, you can make things to hold it as a shield with spray glue and using foam. Yeah, and then you want, you'll definitely want um, heat resistant gloves. Yes. Because uh, I didn't know this, but um, canisters for, what am I thinking of? Tear gas. Tear gas are hot. They are very hot. Like, I did not I did not know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. I am almost 30. Well, How did I not know well, that? Well, it's a chemical reaction. Of course it's hot. Uh, yeah, you say that. But, like, I didn't, it never oh. con- occurred to me that it would be hot at oh, all before is. this week. Uh, well, it is. They they are hot. Um, they are. I, I saw a funny video that was like, if you're into lacrosse or tennis, <laughs> right? you should definitely go. <laughs> because can you imagine, like, cops, like, throwing tear gas canisters, getting scooped up by, like, Chad from the lacrosse team. <laughs> Just winging it back. back. Um, but one of the mo- well, actually, two of the most important points is if you have piercings, take them out so that yes. they're not visible. And don't and cover- carry anything that's illegal in your well, pockets. Of course. But also cover any identifying tattoos. As someone who has extremely identifying tattoos, so I'm a terrible murder victim, FYI. Like, you'd have to cut off all my skin, basically. Um, I would have to be covered basically like... From I could only have my eyes visible, essentially. Yeah, uh, you you'd have to be covered neck down. Yeah, which which you would is, be anyway. Which I would, of course, but it's shitty, right? Yeah. But but those are important things to remember because 
you can later become a target. Even if you are not a target at the protest, if you are visible in images taken by law enforcement and later they compare it to social media, you can be brought in as a dissident, which words I would have never thought I would have said in America. Right. But I, what's really wild to me, and this is just like an ADD side bra. So like several years ago, the FBI declared juggalos a gang. Yeah. Which is stupid, but whatever they, so ICP lost their case against the federal government about it. Mm-hmm. So juggalos are still considered a gang. So I, as someone who has had no gang activity, but has ICP tattoos, I am a gang member. Well, I didn't congrats. know that. Now you're Thank a you. terrorist. Yes, I am collecting the whole fucking set, guys. <laughs> because I belong to a group that doesn't exist, which is the juggalos. They're not a, a, a organized group at all. They're just fans of a music band. Um, and also, I don't like fascists. That makes me a gang member and a terrorist. I don't know what the third thing in that set is. Like, yeah. How like, do, what's the next one? What's the completion? I mean, it'll I be something know. weird. It will. It'll be super wild. It'll be like people who own cats are xyz like and you're just like okay i guess i'm that too cool but yeah like i i didn't know i was going to be declared a terrorist this week but i am apparently here we are but here we are because i don't like nazis i didn't know that that was bad but okay like what the fuck yeah like i just i don't does he not does he not know that it's not an organized thing like i'm so confused the thing is he doesn't he thinks it is he thinks it is a group that is organized against him specifically. And that's what's wild is because he feels like a group that is against fascists is against him, which should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the really important thing is to wear good shoes though, to go back to like what you should wear. Um, yes, because you may need to run. You may need to climb. You may get ran over. You want to have your feet protected. Yes. Like. If if you have steel-toed boots that are very comfortable, that's probably the way to go. Yeah. To Although, be, be careful what you, you – people may think you're a undercover cop if you're wearing steel-toed True. shoes. True. I, I personally I, – I cannot go protest because I am fat and old and cannot be around that many people. Like, I just, these are not things I can do. So instead, I donate to organizations, right? And I share. Yeah. And I amplify voices. But if I were to go, I would wear my, like, knee-high combat boots, which are not really combat boots, right? They're just fashion mm-hmm. combat boots. And I would wear black leggings, cut-off jean shorts, long-sleeve black t-shirt, and, like, a rave, like, black rave mask, and, like a hat with my hair up in it, you know, like easy, easy, easy stuff. But sorry, what were you going to say? No, I wasn't. You're good. Oh, um, and that in the end is, is pretty innocuous, like on the street in a normal life, like that would be strange, but 
in watching these videos, that's pretty accurate to what people are wearing, really. Yeah, and it's people that, like, have been going to protest their entire life because this isn't a new thing, guys. No. Like, it's not. So it's you need you need to look inconspicuous. You need to be able to blend into the crowd because cops will target people. Like, yeah. I just had a friend get arrested, and he got arrested because he was filming. And that's the only reason he was arrested. And Because he was told that, right? Yep. And they, he was tackled by eight cops. He is not, like, a huge person. So, it's just, he looked conspicuous. And he, like, straight up will tell you exactly what he did wrong and how he drew attention to himself. So, it's, if you're gonna go, be smart. And also, if you're gonna go, be smart and have, like, Write any phone numbers you need on your arm and things like that, too, yeah. because... I would suggest on your leg. Yeah, it's good. Where people can't see it, even if they pull up your sleeves. Yeah. Um, and write it in Sharpie. Um, and and the numbers should be things like your parents, if possible, and also any of the bailout groups in your area. Yeah. And spray it with hairspray, because then yeah. it won't sweat off. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or another thing, you can put a uh, liquid skin, like the, the liquid skin that you use on wounds. Yeah. You can put that over it too. That will help. Um, cause that's what's suggested when you like put stuff on your kids at Disneyland that you're supposed to like put the liquid skin over it. Like where you put your name and phone number on their skin. Yeah. So, um, the liquid skin is the way, cause I've used that for like other shit before. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other stuff. There are so many great resources out there for if you're going to protest for, like, stuff to bring with you. So uh, I saw a thing that was three tablespoons of baking soda per glass of water in a spray bottle negates uh, pepper spray. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an easy thing to carry, you know. But, like, you shouldn't be sure. Oh, God, the most important thing. Turn off face ID and turn off fingerprint ID on your phone. And don't wear contacts. You cannot be compelled to open your phone with a code, but they can force your face and they can force your hand to open your phone. Also, side note, I know that, I don't know if Androids have this, but um, iPhones have, uh, you can turn on uh, the lock key, and um, you, if you hit it like five times, it shuts your phone down for a little bit. Android has it where if you do that, you have to put in your code. You can't unlock it. Yeah. Also on Androids, on newer Androids at least, if you turn your phone off, you have to put your code in before you can get in. There's no other way to get in. What was that? Sorry. Um, Are you testing your phone? I am. But yeah, no, You if you turn your phone off as an, a, a newer Android, at least, I'm saying this as someone who has a Pixel, if you turn it off, you cannot get back in without your code, regardless of fingerprint ID, whatever. So, so. Yeah, same with um, iPhones. And then if you're going to post pictures, um, first of all, make sure you can't really identify people in your pictures, but also screenshot them so there's no geotagging on them. Correct. Do not post pictures directly. Because uh, that's important. I like that we've gone from rave moms to to riot moms. I, 
to be honest, though, it's kind of the same, the same thing. thing. <laughs> like, it really we're, is. We're taking care of our kids. Like we, we personally can't really participate on what's going on either because of our, you know, health issues or our age or our jobs or our schedules or yeah. where we live. I have asthma, guys. I can't get I can't get pepper sprayed and or uh, bombed with anything. Like, no, I can't breathe anyway. Like, I, I don't have good lungs. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, but, remember the, I remember the first time I gave her a cigarette and it went very badly. Yeah, I have bad lungs. No, um, I can, but I can show up. I can drive you to and from. I can be the person you call to come yeah. get you from the, from jail. Like, I'll do I mean, all that. I, I can't, I'll, I can't I pay to bail you out, mm. but we can pick you up. But I'll come pick you up. Like, yeah. like you're, this is my thing is like, yeah, you're 17 and your parents are gonna have to bail you out. But like, if as an adult, if you're out there protesting, if you plan on doing anything that gets you arrested, um, plan bail too. Like, that's just courtesy. Yeah, you, you should have a plan. <laughs> Uh, but we can figure out picking you up. And also, like, I posted this on my Facebook. and But this isn't just, like, for my friends. This is for, like, everyone. If you have data from what you've been experiencing, be it, you know, uh, video or voice recordings. I prefer video, personally. Uncut video is what I would like. Um, you can send it to me, and I will save it on an external drive. And I will hide it and hold it for you. Like, that's what I can do for you, right? Like, yeah. I can be your archive. Even if they wipe your phone. Even if they get your cloud. Like, once you send it to me, it can be put somewhere so that it lives forever. And I feel like that's a thing that, like, a lot of people can do. Um... It sounds kind of scary, especially when you think about things like the Patriot Act, right? But yeah. really, in the end, I'm just a, an observer, and I'm just an archiver. I'm a, I'm archiving things that happened. It's if I were there, I would take these pictures, but I'm not. You know? Yeah. So if any cops want to show up at my house, give me time to put my shirt on. Or don't. Like, I have great tits. Like, or don't. Like, that's fine. Um, just close the door, you know, so my cats don't get out. But but there's a lot of things that people can do to help. Yeah. Them. Like, and, and don't be discouraged if you can't go and, and stick it to the man. Like, there are so many places you can give money. There are so many ways that you can amplify voices if that's all you can do. Like, all of that is important. Every retweet, every, every like, everything like that, that is so important. And that shows other people... Uh, and it puts a light on those voices and that's, that's fine. If that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Um, the other thing that I saw that was really cool was I don't have it handy, so I can't link it. I'll try to find it. Um, when I, uh, edit the show and put it up was a link of places that are YouTube videos that are streaming, uh, black musician music. Mm-hmm. And you can put it on, not skip ads, and all of the ads are being donated to, like, BLM movements. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, have you not seen that? No. I I sort of heard something about that, but I didn't, like, research it at all, and that's awesome. Oh, I will, I will definitely try to find the links, and I'll try to put them in uh, the show notes. Uh, I think the show notes only show up on... 
um, SoundCloud. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I'm sure that Bo, once I find them, I'm sure that Bo will put them on our socials also. So uh, once I get those links, we'll get that all up. Because it's literally just put it on a device, even if you're, like, asleep or whatever. Turn yeah. the sound all the way down and, and just, let it go. like, set it off to the side. Because, like, I have a secondary laptop, and I will do that. I only saw it today, so I haven't started it yet. But, like, I'll start it on my secondary laptop and just, like, let it go. And mm-hmm. just mute it and mostly close the laptop and just go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there's lots of options out there, even if you personally don't have money to uh, donate. You know? Yeah, like, I, I, I shared this on my um, Instagram earlier, but this is, um, like, it's, like, action items that you can do right now. The first one is register to vote, guys. Like, do that. Register to vote. That's super important. That is something that you can do to help make change. Um, Check in on your black friends, family, partners, and colleagues. 100%. Educate yourself. Read up on what it means to be anti-racist. If, like, if all you can do is just continue to educate yourself and then regurgitate that education, that's fine. Um, Screenshot, share, and repost resources to educate those around you. I know that I share things to my Facebook that otherwise my friends on like or my family on the the right wing side of my family would never see mm-hmm. i know that's important uh don't don't make it about you that's super important things that you can do just don't make it about you and honestly stop supporting organizations that promote hate like that's that's another thing you can do just don't give them your money if you stop giving them your money they go away i feel like it's like super obvious right for people to be like, we don't support Chick-fil-A and we don't support Hobby Lobby, but like don't support Dolls Kill. Like Dolls Kill has been so problematic forever, right? But yeah. But Dolls Kill has then also supported police violence in front of their store. Yeah, they in were LA. they were glad and I'm super super glad that they got um, tagged and vandalized because yeah. fuck honestly them. yes, honestly like, yes. Like they're transphobic and they steal. They're fast fashion. They're they're not good guys. They're just not good. So fuck them. I mean, we we knew that they were not good to begin with, but like now they're outwardly showing us. Yeah, now they're showing the world. So yeah, like so they're not good. Yeah, not good. So here here's here's hoping. Dolls Kill Bankruptcy 2020. That's my... Wouldn't that be nice? That's my... That's my hope. Which is so shitty, right? Because, like, they came up and they were... They were great early on. You know, yeah, they were. Several years ago. They were really great. Anyway. They just... It just makes me mad. Um, <clears throat> maybe we should talk about how to stay safe, generally. I feel like we've kind of been talking about that, but... So, here's the thing. Um, the police are going to try to antagonize you. Don't be the aggressor. Don't engage. Um, if you are white, uh, stand in front of black people because you are their shield. They're way less likely to hurt you than they are to hurt black people. That's not a guarantee. Your whiteness isn't like a guarantee, but it is, it is a statistically you are less likely to get beat. What's wild Um, though is that used to be a guarantee. Yeah. It It used used to be a 100% guarantee. But now it's not. 
it's more of a guarantee. Like, this is the other thing. If you're not going to take our advice, you're not going to wear black and, and like, or like long sleeves, generic clothing, dress like a Karen. Whatever, what when I say yeah. that, whatever pops into your head, do that. They won't Karen. touch you. Well, because what they'll think well, is, no, because this is what goes through their mind. It's a lot of, ooh, but who is she related to? Yeah. Like, who, My, who does she know? What who does I would this love white lady know? Like, is like a bunch of like 30 year old women. This is what I want. I want a bunch of like 30 to 40 year old women showing up in like costume jewelry and like khaki capris and like Tevas and uh, like button up little cute uh, shirts with bad haircuts showing up and recording everything and let's see what happens. And just a lot of, let me speak to your manager. Yes, excuse me, <laughs> I need to speak to your captain. Who's your supervisor? Who is your supervisor? But This is unacceptable. I have been treated yes. badly and I watched you treat them badly. Where is your supervisor? And so, like, this is all, like, a super funny joke, but, like, one thing that people have to remember is that there are, when I say hundreds this is probably a low ball uh, video instances of people who are part of the actual press that is their job being targeted by police. So yeah, there are people who are not press who are being targeted because they have cameras. There's press being targeted. Press uh, they're they're have... also targeting medics. Yes. Press. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. Press who have correctly displayed credentials displayed like they would be displayed in a war zone fyi yeah um who are telling police very clearly on their live feeds that they are press or media who are still being arrested shot with uh pepper balls pepper spray and rubber bullets um that kind of stuff is is happening um, I highly recommend looking up the video of the Australian uh, media team who was here at Lafayette Square in D.C. and watching the American side of what happened where you see the cops rush them with their shields. It's like three people here from Australia reporting on this. Yeah. They are rushed with their shields. They are slammed up against a fence and shoved down on the ground. Watch that. But then also watch the video that was shown live on Australian television from their perspective. Actually, in general, you should watch international news about this. You honestly this. should. It's horrifying. It's, it is. It is. It's bad. What's actually the – what is – it makes me super emotional to talk about this. But, like, one of the worst parts about this is there are protests – about this happening in like Japan and Europe and like and South America I'm and stuff grateful, like that. But I'm embarrassed. Well, but I am embarrassed, but also no one's getting arrested. Yeah. No one's, no one's getting assaulted. No one's getting sprayed with pepper spray. Like, even if there are like, vandalization or like rioting and that kind of stuff it has it it is nothing like what's happening here with a police response because we we don't like to admit it here but we have a militarized police we do 
which people will tell you we don't, but, but we absolutely do. But they have do. tanks. Like, you can't tell me it's not the military. They have tanks. And and what's, like, super crazy is pre-9-11, that was not a thing. And not yeah. to bring up, like, 9-11, but as someone who was, like, 17, yeah, 17 when that happened, 18, 18 when that happened, we, this was, this didn't exist. Like, our police didn't have fucking Humvees with fucking guns on them and that kind of shit that exists now. So, yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, because that was crazy, right? And the Patriot Act and all of the things that were set up after 9-11 for our, quote, protection have been bastardized into what we're dealing with now. There was no way that I ever thought that I would be living in the United States of America and seeing this happen in my lifetime. Well, like, what's really shitty is, like, you think about, like, the protests in L.A. after, uh, in the 90s, which were about the same thing. Yeah, about Rodney King. And that should have been over. That should have changed it. But we're here 30 years later having to do the same goddamn thing. And I'm, honestly, I'm tired. Like, I'm just... Well, 9-11 gave them an excuse, to be honest. 9-11, look, 9-11 was the most fucked up thing that ever happened in my life. And I'm sure for you, as someone who was even younger, watching people fall to their deaths, jump to their deaths. It was traumatizing. I was was only 10, guys. Yeah, I was like 17, 18, right? It was fucking horrific. I watched people just commit suicide on live tv for a yeah. day it was weird it was it was weird it, it was, was weird fucking day. terrible however it gave carte blanche to the government and for the most part in the end the american people were okay with it because we never thought that it would be used against us yeah and now it is and you can just like we love we love to tout ourselves and land of the free home of the brave, but like we are one of the least like out of the free countries, we're yeah. one of the least free. The freest country in the world is New Zealand, mm-hmm. not us. Yeah. So, and New Zealand's over here like we don't have any COVID, we don't have any riots, like we don't we have a great like, time. Like, they're just having their they're living their best life, and yeah. we're just like it's just I it, it is honestly. It is super frustrating, and I get that, but, like, it's just, I just want to leave. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I think I think one of my newer goals, cause my goal was always to leave Tucson, but I think it's yeah. now to leave America for a bit. Oh, I'm, I'm sure yeah. I'll retire here, but, like, I'm done. Sure. I'm done for a while. I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to do my part, but, man, I'm just tired, and I want to go somewhere where, like, I, I don't think cops are great everywhere or everywhere else in the world. Like I'm not no. under that illusion, but no, like, I'd like not. to go somewhere where I trust them just like slightly more. Like, like just a little, <laughs> I, I would like to go somewhere where cops are like slightly less shitty. And also I have healthcare. Yeah. Like guaranteed like, healthcare. Like that's all I ask for. It's like, like two really it minor shouldn't goals. It should be that hard. Like, yeah, I, so I, I tweeted the other day that was like, I have insomnia regardless, right? 
Uh But currently, I'm only sleeping about, like, three hours a night because I had been staying up, like, really concerned about if we had had a a real president, would we have had less people die from COVID? Which the answer is emphatically yes. Because he sat on his ass for 70 days. 70 goddamn days. You can't tell me we could have cut that down. Right uh, right now in Arizona, because we're back the fuck open, like, I don't know the fuck. I'm so mad about this. Um, I texted my mother this because I was like, please wear your mask everywhere. Uh, just because you don't pay attention to these things sometimes. Yeah. We are up to 638 cases per day. You don't think that sounds like a lot, but Arizona's actually not that populated. Um, yeah. but that's I mean, we're six- not Wyoming, but, but like we, we're not, we're not New York. So, but that's yeah. a 64% increase compared to 14 days ago. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, it's just, it's a lot. And the really fucked up thing, like just to talk about the Rona for like a minute Mm -hmm. is like we, so we opened, right. And we had this like big, like weekend where everything opened and there were all these clubs that were like, oh yeah, we're totally going to respect social distancing. So there was a club in Phoenix. I don't remember what, like, I want to say borough, but that feels very New York. So I'm going to say suburb. What suburb of Phoenix it's in, but it's Casa. And they were packed. It was on TikTok. It was on social media. It was everywhere. So if you're not from Arizona, you probably saw the images of it. You probably did, because Arizona can't go viral for anything good. No, we never do anything good. Uh, But no, like three, four days after that happened, this girl posted on social media. She's like, just FYI, my baby daddy was out at that club and he has now tested positive for COVID. Like, that's why this is fucked. And that's why we're fucked as a state. Yeah. Like, in general. Because we were just like, yeah, let's open up. Like, it's fine. Like, we should do that. So then uh, when we fully, quote, fully opened Maya Day and Night Club in, I think it's Tempe. Scottsdale? Yeah. Tempe. Tempe. They opened, which is a, like, pool setting, FYI. Uh, they were like, oh, we're respecting social distancing, blah, blah, blah. We're only allowing this many people in. We're going to do all this stuff. But then people who were there were taking pictures of people standing literally shoulder to shoulder and packed in the pool and at the bar. Yep. And that's we're, the problem. Arizona is like the Florida of the West. Of the West. We, we really are. Which, to be fair, I would have thought that like San Diego was like the Florida of the West because everyone moves there and is very entitled. They are. To be fair, mm-hmm. uh, but it's us, and that yeah. that hurts my feelings a lot. I hate it. Tucson's really hate not. It. Tucson's no, less. Tucson, Tucson, Tucson is Tucson is the like. It's not. It's not wonderful, but it's less of that. Where Tucson is like the middle America. Yeah. Or like just... the middle of Florida, where people are kind of normal. Yeah. Yeah. But like Phoenix and Scottsdale, that's that's the. They're point. the worst entitled people yeah. you will ever meet. Yeah, if you took Hollywood and Miami and put them together, 
That's Scottsdale. Because they think they're L.A. And they think yes. they're Vegas. Yes. And they're not. They're, uh, and they're so far from that. And yeah. they're gross. And it's just like, it's the whole thing. Yeah. It's awful. Like, I, I honestly, I honestly can't be, like, super mad that Fashion Square got looted, though. I'm not mad. I'm like, whatever. The only thing I'm mad about is that, like, Jake Paul was involved in it. Yeah, like, stay in California, you idiot. Like, loot there. But I love that he, like, put out a statement that was like, I was just here recording for, like, posterity. And they're like, you're holding this whole bottle of Grey Goose, you idiot. Like, <laughs> like we're, we're not dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. And, like, all the videos that were shot, like, independently by people on, like, Snapchat that, like, show him, like, doing shit. He's like, that's not me. It's like, nobody has your dumbass face, my dude. Like, it's just you. Yeah, it's you. It's you Uh, or your brother. Pick one. No, they look very different, though. They do now. Because of their haircuts. Yeah, they used to look really similar. No, yeah, no, 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 you're totally right. Um, which is so funny because when I first saw the video, I looked up like Logan and I was like, that doesn't look right. And then I went back to the video and I was like, oh, it's supposed to be Jake. And like, I looked and I was like, oh yeah, it's totally him. Totally yeah. him. Like, yeah, I'm not sad that Fashion Square got looted. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm sad because we have a curfew now yeah. and our dumbass. Uh, governor. governor is like, oh, well the leaders, the leaders requested this and every mayor in Arizona is like no he didn't and didn't I'm like that. that's I'm like the leaders is a really weird way to spell the owners of fashion square but like yeah it cool. really it really comes down specifically to fashion square because I think our mayor personally I like I'm not into government for the most part but yeah like, I think our mayor could have handled shit in Tucson alone you know yeah I don't think she's shitty. I think she's great. I think um, I think she is doing her best, and I think she genuinely she cares about people, which and, is nice. <laughs> and she was one of the people who went to Ducey and said, we need to close the state. Yeah, no, she seems to genuinely care about people. Yeah. And that's all I can ask. No matter, yeah. no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, if yeah. you genuinely care mm-hmm. about people and you're doing the best for them, I will probably back you. And I generally don't believe that people in the government feel that way. They don't. That's why, like, that's but, why I don't back people. Yeah. I, and they're few and far between. Yeah. But but our our mayor has shown that she is really trying to do that, which I appreciate, um, and makes me respect her a lot, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but I know I voted for her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but, there you go. But, yeah, um, I feel like we could talk about this for literally ever. Romero. Regina Romero. Yes. Yes. She is great. She's really great on Twitter, which to me is very important and should be very important to anyone who does social media. Uh, she should be engaging on social media. Um, but no, she she and, and the mayor of Phoenix and the mayor of multiple other cities were like, we didn't ask you for this. We didn't ask you for this. And there were people who had to enforce the curfew or were told that they asked for it, other than the mayors, who were like, we didn't want this. This is yeah. not what we asked for. And they're like, no, it's fine. It's, we have a curfew now. 
But what's actually really, inc- really crazy about the curfew in Arizona, I'm sure a lot of people who listen have curfews in your states also, because um, mm-hmm. they've been being added. It's you know, a great way to then you, they kettle people and then they can just arrest whoever they want. Well, it's actually, yes, but the kettling problem is not actually the problem. The problem is the uh, the way that it's worded in Arizona is, yes, you should be at home by 8 p.m. If you are patronizing a private business, you're exempt yeah, so as long as you're going out to eat, you're fine. Yeah, you're going to eat, you're going to the bar, you're doing this, you're you're in an enclosed place, you good. We have set up a curfew in Arizona to specifically prevent the legal right to assemble. Yeah. Which is, man, if you told me at 37, I would have to be mad about this shit. I would have told you you were crazy. Like, I can't believe that we are at a point where our governor is like, your peaceful right to assemble, or your right to peaceably assemble, is now being infringed because I want you to go home. Yeah. That's like that's wild to me. I don't, I don't understand it. I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. I know. I, you know what? Let's let's go. Let's move on. Yeah. We can only do this for so long. My antidepressants only work so well, and guys. That's the thing. Like we could talk <laughs> about this for like hours, but literally like before the show and after the show, I'm watching videos on Twitter and just crying. Not like sobbing crying, but it's just like tears running down my face. Yeah, right? I I watch What do you a, do? Yeah, it's like I don't yeah, I don't know what to do. So so yeah, let's move on to All our right. Ask Us Anything. So our Ask Us Anything is like kind of fun. Maybe I guess we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you're immortal, mm-hmm. what is your life and what do you hope to accomplish? So I would hope that, and I'm assuming that I haven't just become immortal. <laughs> I, I like... would hope that I became immortal at about 22. Yeah. I would so... be immortal at about 22, 23 years old. That was my, like, prime Not Not physical. only that, but, like, I don't want to be, like, oh, like, I don't want somebody to be, like, oh, you're immortal. Well, then what was the pyramids like? And I'd just be, like, no, dude, we're, like, we're the same age. I just became immortal, like, last week. Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm older. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, a, a few oh, hundred years at least. Oh, I'm assuming I'm immortal, like, now. Like, Like, you just became immortal? Yeah, like, I became immortal when I was, like, 22, 23, like, my actual life. Okay. That's what I, oh, yours is different then. I love that. Yeah, because I was, like, I just, because I I would assume, so if I, so I guess I have two answers then. So if I just became immortal, I have a different answer. So if I became immortal, like, a few hundred years ago, I would hope that I had, like, invested and had, like, savings and, and things like that and, like, had money and was able to, like, Go, go around the world and see all these cool things because I think the point of being immortal would be to witness as many things as possible yes. and try to record them Yes. in some way or shape or form. So I hope that I would have seen the the rise of the pyramids and I hope that I would have shown up and and watched, uh, you know, the the Romans conquer the world. And I, I hope I would have watched people come to America and, and been a part of all of that and Maybe not, like, an active part, but, like, recorded all of that because I think that would be, like, 
the most important thing as an immortal would be to keep an accurate history of what was happening. Yeah. And knowing my luck, though, I've been like stuck down a fucking whale somewhere for like in Scotland <laughs> for like 500 years. And they'd be like, what was this like? And I'd be like, I don't know, man. I wasn't around. <laughs> People thought I was a ghost. They thought I was haunting this People whale. People thought I was a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. Like that, that would be my luck. But <laughs> the goal would be to see to see history being made and to record it. Um, If I had just become immortal and I knew that I was like, fuck yeah, I'm immortal now. I would be doing anything that I am now afraid to do right now as a a regular human. So I would be skydiving because I hate heights. I would be bungee jumping again because I hate heights. I, anything that has ever made me nervous because at that point, as soon as you become immortal, it doesn't matter. It literally does not matter. Like go do the thing that makes you terrified. Man, I you can't... kinda disagree with that though. But like, if it makes we'll it, get like... to that when I talk about mine. That's fair. Like, it just it to cause to me it just doesn't matter. So like, go do the thing that makes you scared. Like, if you're immortal, go do it. Like, don't go kill people, but like, you know, go do the thing, whatever it is. Um, I think that my goal again though would probably be to to accumulate enough capital to live a comfortable life and to observe everything like i'm assuming not not everybody knows i'm immortal like this isn't just like and then yeah, she's no, immortal this is, this is secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like I, I i think i would just uh i would again just try to observe as many things as possible and start recording them because you're going to be the most accurate history ever if you keep an accurate record of, of things like it's going to be you and you can use that later i don't know like i i just think that'd be really important i would write books yeah. As I became older about my life and things, I would, I'd be an author and just change my pen name every, you know, 50 years or so. <laughs> um, I think I would also like, like, I assume that I would still be around my family, but I would just be like the aunt that never ages and nobody would really think about it. But I would like show up every once in a while and be like, yeah, that's like, that's our aunt. That's our aunt Bo. She always just looks the same, and then, like... She gets a lot of work done. Yeah, right? and then, like, but, like, in, in 50 years, I'd show up again, or, like, or in 20 years, you know, when the adults had died off and the kids were now adults, they'd be like, yeah, she just never ages. And, like, I would just kind of be, like, this mythos. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think, but, like, I think if I had, like, an ultimate goal, I don't think it would have been this thing if you would have asked me this five years ago, I think my ultimate goal would be like, get as wealthy as possible or something. But I think now it would be to help people. It'd be to use like whatever knowledge I gained for living that long for like observing for that long. Um, It would be to help people and help history not be repeated. Cause again, I'm tired guys. I'm tired of this. (laughs) I've, I've, I'm living through two riots, two major riots. Uh, The Rodney King one in LA and now this. And I don't want to live through a third. I want this to be the last. I want to be a write about something different. We can write about something different, but I don't want to write about this again. This is this is where we change this. This is this is where we make change happen. What about you? Uh, so I feel like my answer has probably been the same like my whole life, which would be someone to document, right? Mm-hmm. I would always want to be the documentarian of everything. Now, I'm, I'm only going to lay it out as if I became immortal, like, in my early 20s. 
Okay. Right? Because in the past, it would have been the same thing. Right? Yeah. I would have wanted to document. But for me, like, thinking going forward from, like, my early 20s, which is the internet age, which is the scary time to be an immortal, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Um, easily trackable. Yeah. I I don't want to live on the, uh, like, vampire mythos. No, no, um, I'm just immortal. saying. Well, I'm the just reason saying... I say that is because the vampire mythos is no matter what you do to your appearance, you always revert. I don't believe that. For no, 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 this right. is just immortal yeah. beings. Yes. Like we didn't, we didn't specifically say vampire. Yeah, I want to be sure that we're not on that mythos because, I mean, in my 20s, like I would have been reporting on or recording like the rave scene and like the music scene and like that kind of stuff and like 9-11 and that kind of stuff and like as we moved on I would like change my appearance to continue to be able to be someone running like a blog or like or running it as like a group quote-unquote group of people who is reporting like kind of like an anonymous yeah but it's just you yes but it would be me forever yeah, so it could always just continue. Yeah, and I could do it into when we live on Mars, you know what yeah. I mean? And and that's honestly, like, what I would do. And I, I don't think that that is colored by, like, our current situation. I honestly feel, and, like, I've thought about this question back in my past when this has come up in, like, you know, like, question games and stuff like that. It's always been, like, I would want to be the chronicler the reporter like I think it's really important to keep track of everything that happens like in the world and I say this like as an American thing but like I would go to like Bosnia like when I was younger you know and I would go you know I would go to when they caught fucking um Osama bin Laden like that kind of stuff like, those are the kind of things I would go to because I could be put out there. I would put myself out there as the, quote, immortal, but no one would know. And I would put myself out there as, like, the cameraman. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I'd be the one who would be able to help capture that and make sure it was taken care of. So yeah. I just, I feel like I would be the chronicler of every generation, but I would change, like, who I was all the time. And, like, get, like, plastic surgery and, like, that kind of stuff to, like, change who I was all the time. You could honestly make it a family business, too. And then be like, yeah, she looks similar to that other girl. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was my mom. That was her, you know, her her cousin twice removed or whatever. You'd be like, oh, cool. Like, you guys are all just badasses. Yeah, we are. Like, Yeah. Like, we we wanted to keep it as a family business. But I, I think that's, I think that's what I would do. Um, I wouldn't do like the skydiving and like, and that kind of crazy stuff because like for me, the, the fear is not like the death part. The fear is the other part, which is the falling. Yeah. Right. I guess, I guess my thing is though, is like, if it, I wouldn't be scared of falling if I knew I would survive. Yeah. No, like I, I don't, I don't want the idea of falling. And mm. then surviving and a having to deal with the aftermath of the fact that I didn't die, but also the fear of falling. 
because yeah. it's, because the the fear right is not actually the fear of death. It's no, the it's the fear, fear of, of the falling. Height. Yeah, it's yeah. the fear of the height. It's very different. The yeah. fear of heights is really weird to explain to somebody because it isn't a fear of falling. It's yeah. a fear of heights. Yeah. Like, because if I had an option that was like, you could jump here or I could shoot you, shoot me. Like, I yeah. would rather that. Yeah, like, like anytime, anytime it's like a movie where the villain's like, jump or I'll shoot. And I'll, I would literally just be like, shoot me shoot then. Me. I don't, I, I'm not jumping. Yes. Because it's an irrational fear. It really is an irrational fear. Yeah. Because the fear is the fall, not the end of the fall where you die. Yeah. Same with me with, like, enclosed spaces. Like, I'm I'm scared of enclosed spaces because it's terrifying to not be able to move, not because I might suffocate and die. Yeah. You know what I mean? don't like being restricted. No, I don't. I don't like being restricted in any situation that's not sexual. Yeah. Like... I don't like being restricted in any other way. Not because I think I'm going to die just because it makes me uncomfortable. I would rather die than have that happen. Yeah. Which is, which is why it's not a fear. It's not the fear of death. Yeah. It's just the fear of that situation. So for me, the idea of skydiving or, or bungee jumping or whatever is the fear of the fall. So anyway, um, yeah, I would be the chronicler. That's what it comes down to. And even if I had been born several hundred years ago, that's what it would have been. But it's more fun to think about it happening, you know, 15 years ago. And now I'm just. I just picture people like finding out that you're immortal and they'd be like, oh, my God, what were the 80s like? Or, or what were the, the 60s like? And you're just like, bitch, I am three years older than you. Yeah, like... I became immortal <laughs> in 20, like in 2002. Like, calm down. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, you'd be, yes. you'd be like the most disappointing immortal. They'd just be I like, would. oh, okay. I would. I'd be the only one in the world. And I'd be <laughs> like, guys, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wish I had better stories for you. I can tell you about the early 2000s rave scene. Do you, like, want to know about that? Because I got that. Like... The very specific niche uh, that I have. <laughs> but that's it. That's the, that's the thing I know I about. Know, I didn't know I was immortal until I got hit by this car and lived. Like... <laughs> I'd have been keeping better stories if right? I had known. <laughs> and that's the most fucked up part is like, I feel like you would never know that you were immortal until you were in a situation. Yeah. But like, no, you're but right. it would take like a couple years because you would like not age and you'd be like, this is so weird. Like I'm, I'm 30 and my skin still looks like I'm 20. Like that's crazy. Right. Yeah. That's like, that's my feeling about the immortality clause, but anyway no you're not wrong it's just like i just would be i feel like i'd be the most useless immortal like if i became more like people would want to know so many things and i would just be so disappointing either that or i would be from like a really long time ago and i would just like slip in weird slang all the time you'd be like forsooth and they'd be like what and you're like that's normal fuck off (laughs) exactly (laughs) m'lady are you a chad no that's literally how we talked leave me alone yeah i just be like i are you like i just yeah i just know i would like miss something really important the one thing that everybody asks you about like as an immortal like i would have been stuck on a mountain somewhere in chile and just like you're frozen in ice but you're like still alive and you're just like doing like equations in your head yeah like nothing better to do (laughs) yeah you come out and there's technology they're like what was this like you're like i don't know Yo, F- 
FYI, great thing to watch about that is uh, 112263 that talks about, like, being implanted into the wrong timeline. Recommend. Uh, Yeah, it's on my list. Anyway, I think that probably wraps us up. Yes, I think it does. Man, this was, like, a wild show because we had, like, Oh, this like funny thing about Disney, and then we had very serious shit, and then we were like, if we were immortals, we would skydive. <laughs> this, this is the dichotomy of this fucking show is so evident. In this it really episode. is. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, we'd like to thank you so much uh, for hanging out and drinking with us tonight, today, this morning, this evening, whenever you are. Um, we'd like to remind you to please drink responsibly because, again, we always do and we always are. Thank you so much to Red Dragons Radio for making sure we're hosted and posted and pimped out on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me, myself, Rachel, uh, on Twitter at Alithium. Highly recommend following me there because that's where I'm hilarious and most active. You can also find me on Instagram. Uh, I posted there like two weeks ago, maybe for the first time in like a year. Uh, also at Alithium and on TikTok at Alithium, which has three videos of my cats. You can find the show on Facebook and Instagram at Rachel Squared the Drunk Girls Podcast and also on Twitter at Official Drunk GP. Bo, where do we find you? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Bobo Tazi. And you can find me on TikTok at B E A U Toxic. So Bo Toxic. Um, yeah, come hang out. It's all good. She does like makeup videos and like videos of her dogs. The videos of her dogs are so fun. I love them. Uh, actually, I love all of her content. So. Uh, you got to you got to see the pupper today. I did. I got to see the pupper today, but I was in my cousin's monster truck. And she so, wouldn't come near anyway because she, she hates, she hates she cars that are on. She was not into it. I will say though, like eighty sidebrow before we close, we stopped at the gas station. I went to get out of Lola's truck. And I went to step down, and I was like, I'm close to the ground. No, it was like seven inches further than I thought. (laughs) As a six-foot woman, mostly legs, stepping out, I almost tripped and broke my ankle. That's hilarious. My cousin's like a foot shorter than I am. Like, it's wild. Yeah, does she just, like, take a running start to get into the car? That's what I pictured. Nope, she doesn't. It's crazy. (laughs) I'm proud of her. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Um, I will try to gather some links and stuff for places to donate and things to, like, watch. Uh, We love you, and we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.